motherfucking representing it here tonight. Hold on, hold on. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Simply King Podcast, and I'm this is your boy, Rodney Perry, King himself, and you just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for Humans Simply Being Humans. And this is a live episode, so I'm on Insta Live right now. So if you missed out, if you couldn't be here, it's a shame. This is a great episode today. Won't keep too much of your time. I just wanted to, you know, you know, I love to be able to talk to y'all myself. You know what I'm saying? I want to have to always bring somebody in. Sometimes I, I done built this relationship with y'all. And I want to let you know that I, I, I never, I'm never not thinking about y'all. I want y'all to know that. But I definitely want to, you know, do a little housekeeping before I get into the nitty and the gritty. Oh, let me tell y'all what I'm talking about today. You know what I'm saying? Today's episode... Today's live episode, I'm going to be talking about B. Got to talk about B because it's still fucking up the, you know, social media and the airwaves right now. I'm talking about uh, how there's a mantra of nice for what? And I present a counter mantra being bro be nice. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to break that down what I mean by that bro be nice. Um... And then a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? We're going to jump around today because we're just really catching up with all the crazy shit that's been going on in the world. But I'm not going to take too much of your time, like I said. So just stick with me, you know, and, uh, and let the people know what's going on and who is your favorite podcast right now. All right, all right, all right. Um, another thing, fun fact, I am like in the 70s on my episodes. So it's kind of like crazy as hell because I'm getting closer and closer to 100 and I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing with myself right now. Um, but talking about the show, a little housekeeping. If you have tuned into this show since the beginning of time, since I first started this in September of 2015, if you just started listening, if you, whatever you're doing, make sure on whatever you're listening on to if you're listening right now through the Instagram, you're seeing, seeing this live feed happening, I want you to go to my page, go to the link. It's going to be a link tree link. You're going to see all my links there. Tap that Apple Podcast app and subscribe. Tap SoundCloud and subscribe. Go to my website and see other things that I got going on. If you want to get in touch with me, you can just DM me. You can email me. All that information is there. Kings underscore memoirs on everything from Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram. And I'm on Pinterest if you be out here pinning. You feel me? Gotta get your ideas up. But um, let's dive right into it. You know, I appreciate everybody who's been supporting the show. But it's all about growth. It's all about elevation. I'm keep giving you more and more people, dopeness, cool shit happening. So I want y'all to keep tuning in and supporting your boy. You feel me? I feel the love. I've been getting a lot of great, great, you know, uh, great criticisms on the show. Um... The content is strong, you know what I'm saying? The brand is getting stronger. So I'm glad y'all are here with me to be able to, you know, see the growth. Because if you listen to some of the early episodes and now, it's a distinctive difference. I think I definitely, you know, came up a, a lot. I've learned from this. And I appreciate, you know, I started doing the videos or whatever, just kind of giving my take on the random things that happen in the world from day to day. And y'all been fucking with it, you know what I'm saying? Y'all been in the thousands of views. Every few episodes, you know what I'm saying? Oh, what's happening? Source underscore within from Evanston. You feel me? Yeah, I'm on the south side, Miss Lady. Um, 
Way, way, way far, way, way far. But what's happening, girl? Aisha out here. She knew nothing. Make sure y'all check out the episode I had with Aisha, who just tuned into the feed. Um, she knew nothing. Is the title of the episode was called "She Knew Nothing." Great episode. You will love it. But let me start procrastinating into the nitty gritty. First, let's start with the only my simply being shout out. Oh, you're gonna be a mini. Oh, okay, well, you know, Midwest shout out, girl. Welcome to Chicago. Get some pizza and shit. You feel me? Um, let's get right into the nitty gritty. First, Beyonce. So, initially, I thought that, you know, it was gonna be a very grand um, showing of just, you know, what is Beyonce, the things that she does. But I feel like what I ultimately got was a special treat that I think no one really expected. I don't think no one could call that she was gonna do that right there that she did on the Coachella stage. Now, if you're listening to this and you're a person who's either going to Coachella, haven't watched any of this Beyonce performance, you just under you've been under a rock for the past few days. I'm gonna just go ahead and let you know, spoiler alert, because I'm definitely gonna be talking about bits and pieces of this thing. Not in full, because it was two hours, but I'm definitely gonna talk about elements of it, which I'm glad I seen, but also elements that people are just continuously still talking about right now. First, obvious, Coachella is probably one of the whitest motherfucking festivals of all time. Festivals in general are very white, but Coachella is synonymous with very, with, uh, oh, I bet you was, girl. I was flow. I was, my, I told, like, you can go to my page. I have new life. I see the world differently because of this performance. You feel me? But it's synonymous with being a, a a festival filled with, you know, sweat, young people, um, all these different musicians, a whole lot of fun, drugs, and just a buttload of just music. And just definitely, it seems like an experience. And they essentially trap your ass in a fucking valley because it's far as hell from everything. Coachella Valley is not close to nothing. It's very inconvenient. But um, people still go by the, you know, by the hundreds of thousands every year and seem to have a good time because they keep going back, right? This year was essentially kind of like the retry. Last year, Beyonce was supposed to perform, had some children. So now she's back and here she is. And she gave us a hell of a treat. It was not only a very, very black and, you know, black culturally filled show, but I think it was even more specific. Like it was like, you can't even just call it general blackness. It was truly a very specific element that she was trying to pull out to, you know, give off the aesthetic, the aesthetic of a show, you know, the sound, just the arrangements, the people who were involved to create this show that she has made. All the elements were beautiful from the band. She had, you know, over a hundred people involved on this stage. Literally had bleaches on bleaches of people. You had, she had at least 20 some plus ass dances. I'm talking about of all shapes and sizes. Um, coming from a little bit of everywhere, like that's what I've been discovering on my timeline. So many people had some connections with the people who performed with fucking Beyonce. Some lovely things, a beautiful thing we got out here. So the performance itself was beautiful. I was extremely touched by all of the elements that were so, you know, inspired by just, you know, just HBCU-ness. There was a lot of HBCU elements in this shit. You know what I'm saying? From the black Greeks. Literally, she had a whole ass probate in that bitch. You know what I'm saying? From the Lift Every Voice and Sing, which was written by an alum 
of Clark Atlanta University, James Weldon, and James Weldon Johnson, I believe. Um, I, I literally might just butcher his name. But um, but yes, and that right there, that, the, the Panther, the outfits, the drum majors, the, you know, all the, the, the full aesthetic gave me all of these vibes. But not only that, the way the band was playing, the way the band was interacting, the way the arranged, the music was arranged, and all these different elements, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was right up my alley. It was exactly what I needed. It was every fucking thing. And she just weaved her, her arrangement of songs together so fucking well. I don't know any, I don't know too many artists who can go from a song that came out in 2016 and then jump to a song that came out eight years prior. And it makes sense. That is something about, you know, that says so much about, you know, the work that she put in to make her music stand the test of time more than anything. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things about her artistry is that it stands the test of time. You jam to that shit and obviously it's transferable as hell with different types and sounds. You can make this sound a little bit different. We can play around with it. We can do a little, you can do some different shit with it. You feel me? Um, and I fucked with her so heavy for it. Um, I was a late bloomer to the whole Beyonce train, but I'm here and I'm here to stay. I came, you know, I kind of got came to my senses off self-titled. You know, I'm late as fuck, but um, I won't call myself, you know, Beehive, but I'm like Beehive adjacent. I'm like, as uh, Ali Sadiq said, he's like, am I a yellow jacket? I'm a, a wasp or something. I'm one of them. You feel me? I'm in that group. But um, I had to shout her out. I had to talk about this because everyone in the world is talking about this. And I had to say my piece because Beyonce is not only an inspiration, but this performance gave me so much life in the sense of, damn, are we really doing it? And also, are we doing the thing that everyone kind of expects for us to do? Because I think this, she's already said that, you know, she's feel like she's at a point in her career where, you know, instead of doing what quote unquote is popular or expected, she has responsibility to do what, you know, what's right for the world. And right now she has to push up women. Right now she has to empower, you know, people who are downtrodden and oppressed heavily. And right now that's, you know, that's black women and just black people in general. So I feel like that's the biggest part about it all. And that's the biggest message that she's giving. And I think it all connects with everything that's going on right now and what I'm about to talk about. So to finish it off, what I was thrown for a loop when it came to, you know, all of Beyonce was the, there's always going to be Beyonce hate. Yes, I get it. I, I think, you know, at a time, I feel like I even judged certain things Beyonce did, but like I said, I had to come, I had to, you know, get get out of my feelings, look at it from a different perspective, and understand that I'm just trying to hate to hate. And I think a lot of people hate to hate because everyone likes it. It's like somebody has to be the contrarian in the situation. So if everybody loves Beyonce, somebody gotta be like, she alright, or she this said in the third, or it's okay. I mean, it's certain things are just undeniable. It's certain types of art that you see that you can't help but be like, this is good shit right here. This is incredible, and I feel some type of way. But the opinion, there was some opinions going out about Beyonce, of all people, appropriating culture. Specific regional um, or just segmented black culture, you know, being, you know, with the Greeks and HBCUs and all these different things, saying that she's like utilizing these things to kind of, you know, get pull on our heartstrings and all this nonsense. When in actuality, 
that was not what she was doing. And I think, you know, I'm addressing that because I feel like cultural appropriation is a buzzword that I think everyone is coming into knowledge of that we that still isn't truly clear to people. Because they see, you know, a person who does a certain thing and they take it pretty damn broad. It's like, see, that's cultural appropriation right there. This, that, and the third. No. What truly makes something appropriated is when you literally take this element of a person's culture and treat it as if this was something that is yours, your own. You can claim what Beyonce performance was. It was more of an exchange. It was an acceptance. It was her playing into a culture that she was actually welcomed into. Majority of the people who were involved in this band and this ensemble that was supporting her and performing on that stage were went to HBCUs, were a part of different Greek organizations. They gave her the green light. It's cool. It's okay. If you go to if you go overseas to you know Nairobi, Kenya. And they put all these bees and things on you, take a picture, whatever, whatever. That is on you and them because they allowed you to kind of, you know, digest and consume some part of their culture. It's an exchange. You show them something, they show you something. Here we are. We exchange. What Beyonce did was she gave, she put her music and what she created for herself and put it with this aesthetic and this sound and this beautifulness of just HBCU and blackness and all the different elements that she incorporated because she, you know, got some, she was playing Fela, she was in this bitch with some fucking reggaeton, she was giving you so much of every single damn thing. It's more of an acceptance, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's what we gotta do. Yeah, you're right, it was that people do, you know, Anthony Terrell just said, you know, right, they act like it was fucking Ben Carson up there, motherfucking trying to sing Star Spangled Banner. And that wasn't the case. It was very accepting. It was very welcomed. And it was very fucking well. You could tell she did her homework. You could tell the people who were involved with it were sharp and keeping everything to the T. And that's why people felt some type of way. It was the shit was so fucking accurate. And so well done. The fact that she swag surfing, I'm gonna go ahead and get off my damn high horse. The fact that she swag surfed told me so much that she has her ear to the streets. She got the right people around her. If I'm gonna do this thing, how can I make this the most authentic performance ever? And do it in front of a whole white audience who probably is not gonna understand half the references and think I'm coming out with a whole album with a fucking band or something. And that's what the fuck she did. It was beautiful. I would watch it again. I would buy the DVD. I would do all that shit because it was a great time. And it, I was up late as hell watching that shit live as it was happening in my internet. And that, that should tell you a lot. The internet didn't even get a buffer or nothing like that. So that, that shit they got over there in Coachella. Thank you all of you very rich and very, you know, or better yet, you just got it like that ass people to be able to, you know, pay for that so I could see all of that. Thank you. Um, but keeping it pushing, the name of this episode is Bro Be Nice. Drake gave us a very classic summer anthem that's definitely going to, you know, fuck up the charts and be all over for the rest of the summer. You know, the, the start of the spring and the rest of the summer for sure. Track called Nice For What with a strong ass X Factor Lauryn Hill sample with some strong ass bounce influences in there with, you know, Big Freer giving you some nice cool drops. In the video and the visual is so motherfucking blinding and it just burns into your into your mind because it's a lot of your faves 
and some people you may have now grown to become, you know, favorable to you. But it's all about women. It's all about pushing women up and the messaging is all, you know, just from the lyrics, you know, had a man last year, life goes on, you know, she don't want no slow songs. It, it, he said so many different things that, you know, combated what I believe the norms of the quote unquote woman in this world is pushed and pressured to be. There's, you know, this whole sense of you got to be, you know, you got to be polite. You got to be cool. You got to just go with it. Just be a lady. Just shut up. Just be quiet. Be silent. Only speak when spoken to. All these different things. And I think this was an anthem of empowerment. But also it was a progressive ass thing. Because motherfucking Drake ain't them. He, he'll, have, he'll give you a song where, you know, I'll I fuck you in the morning. And I'm going to call it your ass a Uber because I got somewhere to be. But now he's giving us this track right here. So I think he's always bounced back and forth from this kind of like... You know, kind of almost misogynistic type of tone to this very, you know, empowering type of message, which uh, shows a real interesting duality of his artistry. But I think this messaging is something that is interesting. And I agree with it. You really don't got to be nice to us. You don't have to be nice to men at all, because the fact of the matter is we really not that nice to y'all as a whole man in general. Men, men, we definitely, you know, it's ingrained within our society to the disregard certain things or not consider certain things when it comes to women, when it comes to just, you know, actually taking in consideration, you know, what you will feel about this, actually taking in consideration how would how would she respond to this thing while so many women, they have they take consideration over so much. So much. Even people who are strangers, people who they're just new acquaintances with. Um, I was just having, you know, recorded a podcast with my boy Jacob Sandoval and Orlando Holloway. And he was just saying, it was a woman who came to him was like, is it mean that I kind of, you know, this guy wanted to talk to me and I turned him down? He was like, no, you did not want to talk to this man. You do not have to be, it's, you don't have to be fucking evil about it. But you saying no doesn't make you a bad person. Because the fact of the matter is, if a man don't want to do something, he's not going to do it. It's going to sound, quote unquote, it's gonna be as mean as he chooses for it to be. So we gotta, so I'm saying to transfer the energy and do something different is men, we gotta consciously be nice and be nice for every reason. Ain't a be nice for what? It's a be nice for every single reason because we haven't been nice before. We haven't consciously put effort to Praise women and lifting women up. And this is something that you, if you can listen to my podcast, I've been spitting this the whole time. So anytime I'm going to give you a time to remember and remind you of what I have always been for, it's going to be right now and right here. But women not being nice means we should do the opposite. That is the, that is the, the paradigm shift. That is what I say. Because the fact of the matter is, I think so many men felt some type of way when they hear these lyrics as if, you know, damn, women going to gonna be, you know, harder with us they're gonna really not be minding not you know minding us whatever whatever trust me if you're a man with your shit together trust me somebody's gonna you know give you the time of day but that's the point you know that is the point the sense the sense of being you know stepped over and you know not considered and and not being lifted up that's what it is that's the point that a lot of women feel and they feel like it's it's over so i'm not gonna have to consider you anymore i'm not gonna really be all up into you anymore and i get it fucking i, I get it and so i say i come with the mindset of all right 
You can give me that energy, but I'm gonna give you this energy right here. I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna be nice for every reason. You can be nice for what? I'm gonna be nice for every reason. And you can take that as you want. You can, you know, do whatever you want with it. But that's how I feel like has to be the mindset. Cause we can't have two groups in this motherfucker being genuinely, you know, unbothered, and then another one who's genuinely just inconsiderate. Cause I feel like there's a difference. Even though, you know, there's this sense of, you know. Women need to, you know, put themselves first and do all these things, which I believe and I stand for. There's still, still, you know, people people want to interact. People want to find people they have some type of relation to. People are going to still connect. But I think what we need to do, if this is a mindset that's, that's being split out, put out into the world, we have to now be conscious of ourselves. Why, why is this mindset coming about? Why is it something that is relating to so many women? Why is, why is everyone relating to this thing? Because they've been hurt. They've been in pain and they got that shit directly from us. Not from the elements of the world, not environment. They got it straight from the motherfucker they was fucking with. The dude they was talking to. The guy who they was, you know, just fooling around with. Had a situation. It's complicated. Whatever. And we should just do better. We have to do better. We should strive to do better. And even if you feel like this ain't something that you used to do or this ain't something you feel like you should, get over yourself. Get past yourself because that is exactly what you may need to create a new habit for. You need to do more. You need to do more. You need to do more. Be nice for everything. Be nice with everything. Open your heart. Be better for yourself and somebody else. It's as simple as that. Now, I know you can sit here and all the men who are listening to this being like, right, you saying all this bullshit or whatever, whatever. And I'm not trying to come off self-righteous, not, not by any means. I'm telling myself this as well. I need to do better. I need to do things a little differently. I need to approach life a different way, especially when you're talking about interacting with the opposite sex. I need to, you know, check my own privilege, my own male privilege, the own, the things that I support that are misogynistic. I need to do these things if I'm going to call myself any type of ally, supporter, or a person who constantly loves to praise women for the greatness that they have and possess. I got to do that. I got to look at myself. But the thing about it, the next thing I got to say is, I'm not looking for no cookie for being cool, for being good. And that is the point that a lot of men got to understand is that I see a lot on, you know, social media men say certain things like, well, you know, damn, like a nigga giving you flowers, a nigga out here taking you out to dinner. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing all this shit like and you, you still tripping, you still act like you want more. What else? The fuck? That's the problem. That's the issue. You're talking about some mad basic shit, bro. And yet you want a cookie for that. You want to, you're doing great, babe. You want to, this is a good thing. Or you're the best man I ever had because you're doing these types of things. You're getting me flowers and shit like this. No, bro. It really, to, to most women, that is a very basic line thing to do, which you're taking as, you're thinking of it to be actions that may, you know, have to quote unquote interrupt your day. But in actuality, they're seeing it as these are gestures of kindness. These are gestures of love. Think about me and do something. It's simple as that. But we see it as, you know, she always wants these little things or she always wants me to do this, that, and the third. But the fact of the matter is, it's just giving dick. Just kind of, you know, whenever she asks for food, providing food, ain't enough, you know, 
it ain't, it ain't never really been enough and it definitely ain't enough right now. So we gotta do better. We gotta strive for more. And when we do do more, when we do pick up better habits, when we do, you know, provide and do all these different things and try to be better to the women around us and especially to our significant others, do not expect no cookie. Do not expect no bonus points. Do not expect no, you know, no, no, uh, you know, congratulatory head, some thanks, you know, some gracious, grateful head. You know what I'm saying? Don't expect none of that because that's what you're supposed to do. That's what is the bare minimum. And think about it. Your girl's already, your girl already does it. You, you, your girl come over your house. You leave, you come, she, you, you come back, she cleaning your crib without you asking her? It's simple things. She doesn't have to do that, but she has to be there. You have to be there. This is where y'all gonna be. She sees it as, why not get up and, you know, clean up the space that we both are gonna have to be in for a second. While with us, we don't think of it in that same way. And we gotta do better. I gotta do better shit. You know, there's certain things that I don't think about or I forget. And I, I'm, I'm saying this out loud to, you know, for y'all to hold me accountable, but also for you to, you know, look at yourselves and be like, well, damn, I ain't do this. I don't do that. I don't do this. And take a self-evaluation. We got to do better. We just have to, you know, and some of the biggest things, because I think, you know, what are those, you know, major keys that we need to, you know, not only be better about ourselves, but we got to check each other on. And that is some things that's just, you know, quote unquote, messy, controversial, you know, you don't ever want to, you know, come at a man about certain things, but I'm saying now we kind of got to now. It's getting a little too real. It's getting a little too crazy. I'm talking about infidelity. I'm talking about domestic violence. I'm talking about possessiveness, like fucking violent possessiveness. And just, like I said, the inconsideration because it can seem like a small thing. Inconsideration can seem like a small thing. You're not thinking about this. You forget this. You're not doing this, but it's gonna build up. If you keep forgetting birthdays, if you keep getting anniversaries, if you keep forgetting what she told you, what we was gonna be and what we we're gonna be doing, now it's gonna build up to a point to where she sees it as, this nigga don't really give a fuck about me. And that love that she has for you, all those cute little things she might do for you, she might just go on autopilot because she done checked out about two, three months ago. And she's really about to, she's really about to just let your ass go. And then you have infidelity. You got women out here, you know, being loyal, being out here, you know, being loyal, being good to you, and you stepping out. Now, that's your own business to, you know, do whatever the hell you're going to do. But don't waste somebody's time by sleeping around. We got to do better with that. We have to. We have to. Bro, be nice. We got to be better. Because the fact of the matter is, I think so many men, it's been ingrained in society that we believe men are men and we are not supposed to just have one person and we're not supposed to just hold ourselves back. But that is the thing, you know what I'm saying? Unless you live, and that's your, like, that's your culture and that's something that you and your partner agree with, y'all have an open relationship, you're polygamous, whatever, whatever. But majority, of the, a lot of the world is monogamous. So if you're gonna sit here and say you're committing to somebody, then actually commit to somebody actually be down for them, actually be ready to grow with them, actually commit because what's the point? You're wasting your time being in this situation and you're wasting their time having them believe that this is the situation that you want and the situation that you're asking for when in actuality you don't give a fuck about that. So we got to do better with that. And one of the most important ones, and these two kind of go together, is that possessiveness that plagues so many men 
that you know even when it comes to people that we quote unquote aren't even you know we just sleeping with you yes but we may not even be with you and we're telling you you better not be with nobody else you better not give nobody else that that thing you feel me that box let's not do that because i'm gonna feel some type of way if you do that to me i'm gonna feel some type of way and sometimes that can get to a point to where it gets fucking violent as hell it's scary it can literally harm and that can bring harm to not only you but people around you that is one of the biggest things motherfuckers gotta check each other on you've seen the shit that happened a fab and the fact that the matter is so many men are kind of caping saying you know i could never see him doing this i can't believe that i don't i don't know him to be that type of person the fact of the matter is, is you're not fab woman you're not fabs you're not in Fab's life. You're not fucking Fab. You're not in a relationship with Fab. So you do not know how he is as that. You know him from a associate friend standpoint. And that's most men. We don't really know. So when the, when the, when the shit hit the fan that your man is putting his hands on his girl, you need to now judge this person and understand that your friend is foul. Your friend got issues. And your friend is doesn't have that strong of a mind to not have the control, to not be provoked. Because it's it's a yeah, quote unquote, what did she do? Let's let's kill that shit. Let her be crazy. Let her be crazy if that's what it is. Let the person who you say provoked you to slap the shit out of her just be crazy. Just be all on whatever. But if you are allowing yourself to be provoked to the point that you are now knocking out two front teeth, who looks like the bad guy? Who's the one who couldn't keep control? Who's the one who is tripping and being on bullshit? And that's your black head. So we gotta calm that shit down and we gotta check each other on all that shit, bro. Be nice. And be nice for the sake of being better for yourself and the people around you. That's what it all is about. We're gonna have to keep interacting. Men are not gonna stop, you know, interacting with the, the people that they're attracted to. So we gotta do fucking better. Especially, you know, heterosexual men. But all men across the board, we gotta do better, for sure. And I'll give you some tips. My simple actions for this, for us to really get better and be fucking nice. And that's simple. Ask. Talk to, you know, you know, your mom, talk to your sister, talk to talk to these people about, you know, just the actions that you've done to someone. Actually get an opinion from the opposite sex or from just someone else outside of yourself about some of the things that you've done. Because I think a lot of people don't realize that they're fucking wrong until it, until someone else tells them that. It's like, you know my girl gonna say, I'm, you know, I'm fucked up and she's just mad. So let your mama tell you what you did was real foul. And you're gonna feel some type of way. It's what it is, how life goes. And then implement the advice they give you. You may not be, you know, just standard and in your life forever. It might be not. It might not be a habit that you just keep into your life. But consider this thing and implement it into your life. Somebody is trying to help you get better. Take that fucking advice. They tell you you might need to go to therapy. You might need to start doing this. You might not need to really be with nobody because you're really not that fucking stable, or you're really not that open, or you're a hoe. So you really can't be faithful to nobody right now. You gotta keep it real with yourself. And just take in this advice and implement that shit into your life. Ask and implement. 
and then debrief with the people that you with when you do these things talk to people you've implemented these new things into your life ask them you know i've you know i've been trying to work on this be very transparent be very aware of yourself if you with your girl and you told her you're gonna do better and you've actively tried to do better ask her i need a, I need a report card i need to know like you know we had these issues we had this problem and I think a lot of people don't like to revisit things because it's like we're past it and we're past it, right? But you need to know that she knows that you're acting trying to do better. She knows that you're acting trying to quote unquote, bro, be nice and be better for her and for yourself. So debrief. So bring it up and bring it up from a standpoint of like, you know, I'm not bringing this up to argue. I'm bringing this up to know how am I doing better? Am I better for you? Am I, am I better for us? And and if you don't have a girl, if you don't have, you know, a significant other in general, do that with your friends. Like, look, I've been working on this for myself and I just want to know how am I doing? I've started to do this. I've started to do that. Am I better now? Am I different? Am I, am I feeling a little bit different? Am I walking a little bit different? Fucking debrief. We all need to do it, you know? So ask, implement, and debrief. As simple as that. That's all we need to do. And that's, I think that's... A very simple action that I think everyone can implement. And let me know what you think. If you try these three steps into your own life, hit me up. Shoot me an email at lifeisking1 at gmail.com and let me know if this works for you and your relationship or whatever you got going on. I want to know. But I, all, I, all I know is I can't wait for this thing to come out on DVD because B is the greatest to ever step foot on anybody's stage and give her voice to anything because she don't have to do it. She could just stop all the shit and we could just have to just play her music on playback. But it is what it is and I think what she's doing is definitely pushing the culture forward and making me look at myself like I don't do it fucking enough. I don't do enough. Beyonce can do this. I ain't in, I, I'm not I'm not really giving my all. I can't be. I can't be giving my all right now. So I'm so I'm telling everybody and especially the men who are around me and the men who know me and the men who are listening to this right now, we have to be better. Be nice, bro. Bro, be nice. But, like I said, I ain't gonna take too much of y'all time. Um, thank you all for who's joined me on this live. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate it. I see you, Blair. I see you, Fallon. I see you, Lauren. Uh, who else on here? Trails. Source from within. Shout out from you know Minneapolis. Glam Squad. Jazz and the thing. You know what I'm saying? Who is this? The Misfit, I'm not sure who you are, but how you doing? Thanks for joining me. Aisha and Track, you know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all go check out her episode. It's beautiful. And also check out the Skin Deep podcast that she actually has. Um, who was that? Oh, yes, Fifi. You know what I'm saying? My man Stretch, how you feeling, bro? I'm gonna hit you up. I gotta shoot you a text. Um, but we out here, and it's so lit, and we, the show is growing, the content is flowing. It is getting better and better by the episode so thank y'all for joining me it has been great it's been lovely if you don't know now you know you can listen to the simply king podcast everywhere podcasts are available except spotify still working on that shit this is not easy by any means and i'm really you know i'm not going to you know, give you all the logistics but it's detailed just trust me it's not simple but you can listen to me on Apple Podcasts right now. Go to my link in my page, on my bio, on anything, Kings underscore memoirs on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr, and you will find the link tree that gives you my website. Takes you straight to Apple Podcasts, takes you straight to SoundCloud, 
Go to it right now. Subscribe. If you like what you're hearing right now, go ahead and like all the things. Go ahead and follow me everywhere. But especially subscribe so you don't miss a week of anything. Because I've got great people coming soon. It's getting better and better. I'm going to keep having special shit for you. I don't want you to miss it. It's too good to, to miss. But you just joined and tuned into a live recording of the Simply King podcast. The Soulfully Conscious podcast for humans. Simply being humans, I am Rodney Perry, also known as King, and this is Simply King. Y'all be good, alright? Love y'all.